the volume. Moneyline Monaco is brought to you by FanDuel. It's never been easier to play fantasy on FanDuel. Whether you love basketball, golf, soccer, or any other fantasy sport, there is a contest for every fan. FanDuel. More ways to win. Monday time to get our money back from the books goodness gracious the bad beats are all over the place pick a sport we got soccer we got UFC underdogs knocking out blades goodness gracious Derek Lewis plus 370 FanDuel dog I said he had a right Bowser fist I insulted him it's a Hulk fist the guy's a fantastic four abomination ties himself with the most UFC knockouts in UFC history and it felt absolutely fetal position terrible to be on the wrong side of that one look Blades had lost twice in his career both to Francis I had to do it Derek we did tell you on some level it was going to go that way if it did and it did caught him with an uppercut Shabbat Shalom, that's your L. But I did get Osaka on Australian Open Finals, cash it, and we did get a little Suns over the Pelicans on Friday. So 2-1 and one on the pod, but we get into a Monday, we turn the chapter, because it's all about how to get our money back. Top of the week to you, we got all things hoops, college, NBA, not just games today, I got a ripe, ripe team that I want to discuss reminds me of a little college throwback basketball team that I want to fire on in the Eastern Conference to win later in the show on a fan duel odds I like we're also going back to soccer don't even get me started I mean look Bayern loses this weekend Chelsea draws Liverpool loses Barca ties I mean I don't even know where to go all I know is it's soccer and college basketball have taken more shekels from me than the IRS but let's get into it First pick of the week, I'm going to go with Dame Dallas Blazers on the road at plus six and a half on FanDuel. I'm looking at it right now. Going against the Suns, they start a three-game road trip. And the stat I love in this one is the fact that the Blazers have only lost back-to-back losses twice in their entire campaign. Sitting here at 18-11, an injury-plagued squad that is third most points scored in the NBA and second most threes. That's pretty gorgeous considering CJ's been out and they've been dealing with Nurkic's not there the whole season. So I'm going to go with a team that despite dropping two of their last three games against the Suns have spanked Phoenix, 11 times in a row. This is Barkley's Blazers, baby. Now, Lillard is coming off an abysmal field goal percentage game against the Wizards. He was 10 of 30 despite having 35 points and the Blazers scoring 43 in the first. But I love that they lose, they come back, and they play hard. And this is a three-game road trip where they got the Suns, the Nuggets, and the Lakers. So they really got to dial in. And I think it starts with a nice bounce back W and Chris Paul and the Pelicans on Friday, who I predicted correctly, 
dominated. Congrats to Chris Paul. He has passed Oscar Robinson sixth all time, not to be confused with the homie Cliff Paul. He now has 9,981 Danny Dimes. That's just absolutely remarkable for the 35-year-old. But I will say, I watched them against the Pelicans. Coming off one of the most embarrassing losses I had seen with my four eyeballs, because we got stigmatism over here, since not. I mean, I really couldn't believe that they pulled that game out, but the Pelicans have closing problems, although they took care of the Celtics in overtime yesterday. They are one of the worst closing teams in the league. But I like the spot here. I like the number. Now, Colin talks about a lot in the NFL. You just like numbers. I'm not saying that the Suns may or may not win this game. I think at minus 270 for Phoenix and plus 220 money line, FanDuel cappers, I mean, they're telling you at the sports book they're expecting the Suns to win this game. But plus six and a half, they've only lost back-to-back twice. This is a team that absolutely has guys all over the court that can hit three-pointers. I'm saying to myself, Portland had 13 more three-pointers than the Wizards, and they lost that game. 43 points in the first quarter. The Blazers have won six of their last seven, and they only have two back-to-back losses. The line is six and a half. I'm almost perplexed. Why are we getting six and a half? Seems more like it should be around four and a half, five. I mean, are the Suns that valued? I know they're going for win number 20, but come on. I mean, we're starting to get in the 72-game season, 18-11 Blazers, 19-10 Suns. This game's starting to be a little more valuable, you know? We're, we're slowly approaching halfway through the season here as we get to 30 games. So I'm going to go Blazers plus six and a half. I feel good about it. And I like the bounce back game. All right. And we shift over to college hoops. We got to start dialing in. I had you on a San Diego State W because the line moved a tick and we covered over Fresno. I told you I know my team well down here in San Diego. Yes, sir. But today it's all about the Duke Blue Devils hosting Bayheim Squared. Get on your chemistry. Be squared. Throwback. High school with it. Buddy Bayheim and Jim Bayheim, Syracuse Orange Men, coming in to Coach K's house. And they haven't lost since Jalen Johnson departed. Syracuse, 13-6, and six, going against the 10-8 and eight Dukies. This is a very important game on many levels, not just in the ACC. This is all about the tournament. We are coming off a Duke win against Virginia. That is easily their most impressive win, I would say. Beating a top 10 organization in a one-point fashion. But equally as impressive as Buddy Beheim scoring a career-high 29 points and six three-pointers. And the one stat that sticks out to me, which is why I'm taking Syracuse and the points, is the fact that they rallied from a 20-point deficit to beat Notre Dame and was down 55-35 with just under 17 left. 55-35. They got on their throwback full court press and outscored them 40-12. to That is a statement W right there, people. All right? Not to mention Duke lost to that Notre Dame team, by the way. So despite Duke winning two of their last three meetings against Syracuse, Syracuse 
has won two of their last three visits at Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's not easy to do. Am I nervous about Hurt? 22 points, 8 for 13, 5 for 8, three-point shooting last game? Little bit. In their last three games, he's absolutely the best player on the team. 22.7 points, red hot from beyond the arc, 14 and 19. These two teams play each other close. There's so many games. We know the history of Coach K and Bayheim. Come on, baby. I feel like the cappers in this one. I'm looking at the spread. I feel very good about taking Syracuse here because everyone is on Duke now. They got the bug. The Blue Devils are back. The fact that they're playing and winning without Jalen Johnson is head-scratching. Roach is stepping up, though. He had 12 points against Virginia. DJ Stewart stepped up. He had nine. And this guy, Breaksfield, who had 11 and four blocks. I mean, these, these are three freshmen that seem to be rather imperative for this winning streak to continue, let alone them to make any kind of a noise. I can't get over this 20-point deficit that Notre Dame just gave up to Syracuse. And, and that's the stat I'm staring at. And you're giving me five and a half points. And you're giving me Buddy Bayheim. I mean, I'm going to be saying Buddy Bayheim all day, baby. Give me this dude. Career high. Coming off it. This is an Austin Powers mojo momentous game. Even though I said sometimes in the NBA, you can have a huge deficit where I was wrong with the Nets coming back against the Suns and losing against the Lakers. I don't feel that way in college. These are children, kids, just got over adolescence. They had the license three years ago. I'm taking the team that's fifth in free throws. That's the Orangemen who have won six of their last eight and just embarrassed the fighting Irish 40 to 12 down the stretch. And you can go ahead and take Duke and swallow the five and a half. I'm sorry. I'm going to do... The Costanza opposite, because of course the more fun option is to roll with the Blue Devils. We love to see it. You get a star recruit drop out, now they're playing better. We love it. Not today, though. This is all business. Five and a half, fan duel, book it. The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA in-play. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. NBA InPlay turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to, because NBA InPlay is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA InPlay today. There's a team I like to make the NBA playoffs and I'm staring at it on FanDuel plus 154. And this may be a team you find compelling or you don't. I think they have college vibes. And I already co-signed on their star in the making at point guard, Mr. LaMelo Ball, to win Rookie of the Year. But the Charlotte Hornets right now, 
right there in that 500 range in an East that half of the bottom of the playoff eight are in the 500 range, including your Boston Celtics. I have to sprinkle and nibble on plus 154 the Hornets because I love the chemistry. And why particularly did this go off for me? I'm sitting there watching on Saturday night, getting ready for the prize fight. I'm watching what Draymond Green did when the Warriors were up two on that tip ball at midcourt with just under 10 seconds to go. The way that Charlotte handled that moment was not like the youthful team that they are. They handled it like veterans. They hit the free throws. They gave the ball to their most clutch player, Terry. Scary! Ain't scared of the moment, Rosier. Hits a three in the corner in the Warriors' face. We're talking about the absolute opposite in that locker room, mojo-wise. But this Austin Powers? Oh my gosh, did you see the way LaMelo Ball lifted up Rozier and they celebrated? Interestingly enough, they are third in assists. So do they share the ball? Yes, 27.3 assists a game. Can they hit the three? Yes, they can. Sixth in three-point percentage. So they share the rock and they shoot the three ball efficiently. We know how that defense goes. They can play very good defense and get on you. But despite being 21st in the NBA with just 110.9 points per game, we're looking at a group. They got six guys averaging double figures, people. Hayward's leading the team with 21.9. Rozier's got 21. LaMelo's averaging 14, 6, and 6. I thank you. Graham's gotten you 13.7. The guard play is tremendous on this team at the moment. The youth guard play. P.J. Washington, another excellent draft pick. Starting to blossom, 11.3. And Malik Monk's giving you 10. These guys are a bunch of college quality players. And, and it takes me back to the Hayward Butler team that got to two Final Fours with Brad Stevens. This is a very college vibe team. And I went down to quality wins. Well, they've beaten the Nets. They've beaten the Mavs. They've beaten the Bucks. All right? Yes, they've beaten the Hawks. They've beaten the Pacers. You start to look at the records in the Eastern Conference. You say to yourself, you're like, I mean, Miami, I mean, it's one thing to be hung over here, but we're almost halfway through the season and they're 1370. So with the idea that I can get plus 154, it's 10 games shorter. And we know how the East is. It's abysmal, all right? Orlando, Washington, Cleveland, Detroit. It, it, I, I thought maybe Cleveland, if they didn't dissemble the team, would, would figure some sort of something out with the beast down low. No. Par went Andre Drummond, it's over. So then it becomes, can Charlotte get in between the Miami-Chicago-Knicks situation? And yeah. I think they can because I think Lamelo's a star and this is a game of confidence. It's a game of runs, but it's about the chemistry in the locker room. And I saw a group of guys that jumped on each other after that Draymond catastrophe that really, really, really wanted to enjoy the win 
and that moment, and that could be a momentous one, just in the simple fact that they shouldn't have had. It was a house money W. This is all on Draymond. And that's what good teams do. I'm not calling them an excellent team. I'm just saying good teams capitalize when other teams give you a window like the Draymond window. And that's exactly what they did. So I have a little bit of peanuts officially on not only LaMelo Ball to win Rookie of the Year. I like your Michael Jordan Hornets Bzzz, at plus 154. Book that. Slip it in the back wallet, baby. We'll see you in the playoffs. Give me the seven seed, Charlotte, baby. Feels good. I can see it. There's one more NBA game I want to talk about tonight before I get into a soccer pick and then we wrap it up. Bulls 13 and 16 taking on the Rockets 11 and 17, riding that seven game losing streak and dropping Cousins, who's averaging 9.6 and 7.6 and 25 Rockets appearances this season. And, and it's a theory pick. So I saw that Wall at 28, Tate had 19, Cousins had 19, and Gordon had 17 in the loss against the Sixers. Now, there is such a thing as a quality loss. I think that was a quality loss. They've been spiraling since Christian Wood went out, but this is one of these games that I think if you can stop Levine, who's coming off a 38-point performance, absolutely an all-star. It's a 1.5 spread. You can go money line if you want. I'm saying to myself, Rockets at home, seven game losing streak. They just lost Cousins. Here's the theory. The theory is when a, and, and Cousins isn't a star, but when a significant player is out, the team can tend to step up. Now, this Rockets team was the exact example I gave you of that when Christian Wood was that player to step up against the Spurs. This was when Harden sat and it was a seven-point spread and the Rockets won the game outright by four. Now, I'm not calling this as big of a moment, but when you let go of a guy like Cousins, who I think the Rockets really thought was going to be a piece that was going to stay and work, they're going back to small. They're going back to run and gun. Has to be the case here. You have to say, why are they dropping Cousins without a ton of help? They're doing it because they want to go small again. And they're in a full-on rebuild, probably, I'd like to think. And statistically speaking, if they're going to break it, it's against a team that's 13-16. And the Bulls are fluky, man. You don't know when they're going to come up clutch. You don't know when they're going to blow it. And I like the fact that this team, I like the fact that Wall at 28 last game because I think he's going to go ballistic. He's going to go off of the little John Wall. So I'll take the Rockets tonight. Breakfast money. It's a, it's a bad game. I just, I want to throw that in there because the theory, if it works, that they step up and play harder when a quality player like Cousins is out, then we keep that theory going. And last but not least, La Liga. I am going to go with the homie Sevilla over Osasuna. 12 o'clock Pacific today. So fire it in early if you like it. It's just over even money, plus 105 on FanDuel to beat on the road Osasuna, who, oh, by the way, 
has conceded in four of their last five matches and all Sevilla has done since their 2-0 loss to Atletico Madrid hasn't suffered a road loss in seven matches. They also lost to Dortmund, Borussia Dortmund in Champions League last week. Off to a rough start. They got down 3-1. Battle back because they're a pesky bunch. They play a ton of defense. They're actually the number one goals against defense in La Liga. They've only given up 16 goals this season. Some even are calling Sevilla the best team in La Liga this year. And an off and down year for Barca. Defensively speaking, obviously, we saw what PSG did to them. And also Real Madrid. So in this head-to-head, Sevilla's 19 wins. Osasuna's been victorious 12 times in the 41 matches, and there's been 10 draws. But the fact that Sevilla has won this many matches in a row, outside of Dortmund, it's nine in a row and seven road matches. I mean, that's incredible. You're giving me the number one defense and you're giving me a beer pong rebuttal game against the grandest stage. Now, I will say this caveat before we jam, and the caveat is this. I don't know what the hell is going on in between these weeks during Champions League. You mean to tell me, AS Monaco, shout out the last name, baby, beats PSG yesterday in France, in Francais, and they spanked Barcelona 4-1 on the national stage? You mean to tell me Liverpool goes to Budapest, handles RB Leipzig, loses to Everton at Anfield in league play this weekend? Bayern loses to Eintracht Frankfurt. All right, say that five times fast. Then Chelsea draws, then Barca draws, and I'm over here like, why are we touching soccer? Why? Nothing makes sense. Drake cover, nothing was the same, or whatever. I'm losing my mind. But guess what? It's a gambling show. We stick our head down like Derrick Henry in the trenches, and we keep on firing, baby. So I'm taking Sevilla on the road at plus 105. Lunch money. I actually like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot on Sevilla. So in conclusion, a Monday action pack firing. Give me the Orange Men plus five and a half at Coach Case Club. Give me the Blazers plus six and a half at Phoenix on a bounce back game. Give me the Rockets to end a seven game losing streak. Give me LaMelo Ball's Charlotte Hornets to make the playoffs at 154. Gorgeous little back pocket one there. And I'll take Sevilla to beat Osasuna in Osasuna, 12 o'clock Pacific. And that is how you do a Monday action pack show. Fire, 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 fire. We'll be back tomorrow. You make sure to hug your mothers between all of this degenerateness. Just kidding. We're playing for fun, baby, and we're playing for keeps. I'm out. volume.